Bible students, this is Pastor Shadrach coming to you on Monday, March 30th from the cockpit of my RAV4. That's right, you heard me correctly, from the cockpit of my RAV4. That sounds a lot better than just saying, I'm sitting all by myself in my car, talking into a microphone that's sticking out of my iPhone. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and if you do, make sure that you pass it on to your friends. Uh, I don't know what you're doing during this quarantine to kind of keep your mind focused on God and maybe how you're keeping yourself from just spending countless hours of watching, I don't know, Netflix, Apple Plus. Only on, on Apple Plus, there's only a handful of movies or shows that you can watch anyways. But irregardless, what are you doing with your time? I would strongly suggest that you take some time and get your Bible out and really develop a personal devotional life with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have you ever gone and read a chapter of the Bible and read like a good portion of it and then realized that you weren't even paying attention to what you just read? Isn't it wild how we can read with our eyes, maybe the words are going in, but in the, ma the back of our mind, we're thinking about something completely different? Well, if you've ever experienced that, you're not alone. All of us experience that very same thing. I've been reading, and then all of a sudden I realize, I don't know what I just read. So rather than just doing my Bible time, like, okay, I'm going to spend a few minutes in the Bible and just reading the words, it really doesn't do me any good if I don't allow those words to penetrate my heart and my mind. It's not beneficial. I want my time in the Bible to be as productive and as deep as it can possibly be. Because in times like this, where I have more time now to spend reading, I can actually make sure that I'm growing in ways that I couldn't normally because I just don't have the amount of time that I do now. So I have a few questions that you can be asking yourself as you read through your Bible. Now, I know some people like to journal, and I have always had a hard time expressing myself through writing. I find it's a lot easier for me to express, express myself through talking. It doesn't really do me any good, though, to sit and talk to myself, except in my mind, I do. As I'm reading the Bible, I kind of have a little conversation with myself in my mind about what I'm reading. And, and more, I have a conversation with the Lord about what I'm reading. So here's a couple of questions that you can ask. Number one, what does the passage say? That's just literally restating what the passage is saying. The next question is, what does the passage mean? Why is this passage here, who was it written to? Why was it written? When was it written? Where was it written? Those are all things that you can find out through use of commentaries, or you can do simple searches on the internet as to when and why a passage of scripture was written, for example. Now, the beauty of the scripture is that it's timeless, meaning it doesn't matter what century I live in. It doesn't matter what the current trends are. It doesn't matter what the current fashion is. 
It doesn't matter what the current political climate is. The word of God is always relevant. You need to remember that. If someone ever tells you that the Bible is not relevant for today, you got to not listen to them because the Bible is absolutely relevant. Then the last question is either what am I going to do about it or how does it apply to me? Is there a command to obey? Is there an encouragement, an exhortment? Uh, I don't even know if exhortment is really a word. An exhortation, rather. And how am I going to apply this truth to my life? Because Jesus was clear, not hearers of the word are blessed, but doers of the word. We're actually told something similar in the book of James. James basically says that if we say we have faith, but don't have works to back it up, then we don't really have a biblical faith. Now, he's not saying that salvation is achieved through works. What he's saying is that works or what we do proves who we say we are. And I've used this example before. Imagine I say that I am a skater and I wear skate clothes. I walk around with a skateboard in my hand, but then you never see me skate. You might wonder if I'm a poser. And quite honestly, if I did that today at my age, I would absolutely be a poser. Now, can I skate? Yes. Can I ride a skateboard? Yes. Can I skate in the truest sense of the word? Like, can I do tricks? The answer is no. I don't really want to try it at my age. I like all my bones where they are. I'd prefer to keep my face the way it is. I mean, if I could improve on it, I would a little bit, but I don't want to end up breaking my nose or smashing my face on the ground. So if you saw me walking around dressed as a skater, carrying a skateboard, I would be a poser. But yet if you go to the skate park, you can see plenty of people who don't talk about themselves as being a skater, but they go out and they do it. And the same must be true of a Christian. Someone who says that they're a child of God must have evidence in their life to back that up. A simple question that I've asked often is, if it was illegal to be a Christian, would there be enough evidence in your life to prove you guilty? That's where the application of the Bible comes into our lives. If the Bible says not to lie, then we shouldn't lie. If the Bible says, which it does, not to steal, then I shouldn't steal. Are you following me? So what am I reading? Am I applying it to my life? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, that the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It goes on to say that it pierces to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and of marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Meaning when I read the word of God, it's like a scalpel. It goes into my heart and can reveal sin, hidden sin, or secrets that I have in my life, or it can encourage me and build me up because the word of God is living. 
That's such great news. It's not dead. We're not reading some dead book. We're reading the living, powerful Word of God, coupled with the Holy Spirit working in our lives, transforms us into the image of God. We're told in Revelation, excuse me, not Revelation, in Romans chapter 12, that we aren't to be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of our minds. That's something that takes place from the inside out. So, when you sit down to read your Bible, are you just mindlessly reading it? Or are you looking to connect with your Lord and Savior? Listen, guys, I pray that you would grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that you would take and make the most of every opportunity that you have right now. Look, you can sit around and spend countless hours wasting time on social media and on watching movies and all that, or you can begin to develop a spiritual life. I can promise you this. In a year from now or 10 years from now, you will never look back and regret one moment of spending time with Jesus. But from my own personal experience, I can tell you this. I can look back over my life and regret all the time that I wasted. Well, you have a choice, as do I. Am I going to take and make the most of this day or am I going to waste it? I pray that you choose wisely. Listen, guys, we love you. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Again, this is Shadrach signing out from the cockpit of my RAV4. God bless you guys. Have a great week.